All right, back at it, back on the road, uh, headed to Oklahoma to hunt with Brian Broderick for whitetails. Gonna shut the rut down down there. Um, currently sitting in the fucking drive-through at one of these fucking Dairy Queens in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. Uh, for whatever reason, if you go to a Dairy Queen in one of these tiny little towns, I don't know why Dairy Queen allows this, uh, because most chains, like if you go to a Dairy Queen in a city, it's just, they all look the same, just like all other restaurant or, uh, chains. But these little things that look like they're all old, like cafes or like fucking houses <laughs> that were turned into a, a DQ or a restaurant, whatever. And they all got weird menus. No, I don't have any problem. Actually, I love them. The food's usually actually better. But, but, they are so goddamn slow. It, it's unreal. Uh, and I know I'm bitching about sitting in a drive-thru to get some fat food. But, uh, <laughs> it's... I don't know. It drives me nuts. Uh, I've actually sat in one of these before and had, by the time they gave, they opened the window, it, I, I sat there way too fucking long. Like, like almost embarrassingly long. Finally knocked on the window and the lady came to the window and said, Excuse, can I help you? I said, yeah, I want my food. And she goes, what food? They had legitimately forgot about me. Uh, so... <laughs> Anyway, I'm trying to get some uh, some sugar in my in my body so that I can keep this keep going. I it's only about a ten a uh, ten and a half hour drive down here, but um, I actually used to live in Oklahoma uh, for about two months till I realized how fucking horrible it was, um, and uh, I moved down there with a woman, and uh, well, she was a fucking girl uh just i was young and dumb not that this is supposed to be a hunting podcast and here i am talking about my love life uh but anyway i moved down there it was fucking horrible uh bitch cheated on me which was the best thing that ever happened to me anyway anyways uh i just remember being down there in the humidity um and the <laughs> fucking people and their weird accents which they probably thought i was weird they used to they'd always say uh what the fuck was it that he um doggone it and uh the one guy i worked with i went to school down there at the osu um uh oak mulgee jesus their towns are terrible too um god i'm just offending everybody from oklahoma so uh Anyway, the uh, I lived down there, and I could just remember, like, slugs and shit in my rental house, and the humidity. I fucking hated it. Uh, but I'm going nowhere near that place. I'm not going... Uh, that was on the uh, eastern, east-south edge, whatever. I don't know. Closer to Texas. Farther east. Um, nowhere, I'm going to be nowhere near there, which is exciting. Uh, it's the first time I've ever hunted Oklahoma. Um, pretty excited. I know Brian's got some good bucks. My buddy Dakota 
old Dakota got uh, shot a pretty good buck um, and uh, anyway it's it's exciting this is where I get uh, get the crumb off my fucking body get after some deers holy fuck are we seriously sitting here this long and I'm I'm second in line here so I can't even fucking back out now I'm I'm fucking committed holy shit uh god this is ridiculous anyway um uh, the things that I do to just destroy my body I get it I get why crack addicts and alcoholics and I get it <laughs> like I am I am uh what do, what do you call it when you uh slide back or whatever I don't know what the fuck um yeah I have I have lost it I'm still working out but uh yeah it's not good and these trips are really not good because I get tired and then I just want sugar to keep me rolling. Anyway, looks like this lady's finally getting her one fucking package of food. God, what a nightmare. Oh, no, she's got a pile of food. Holy shit, she's feeding a fucking army. She must have a ton of kids in that van. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Going up get my blizzard woo woo god that was fucking gay um well i'm gonna keep talking till they come to the window because fuck who knows how long that's gonna be so uh what i wanted to talk about today i have no idea i'm just trying to kill some time until uh i get my food hang on one sec Four thirty-four. That doesn't sound like enough. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna leave you all for one minute till I get my food. Cause we'll see. I think this lady fucked everything up. All right, I'm back, and uh, I did. I got. That was the right amount. <laughs> I got my drink. My sugar water, my sugar ice cream, and uh, I'm I'm good. Back on the interstate, cruising south. Mm. The quality of this podcast is fucking unreal. The amount that uh, ooh, um, sorry, I'm getting texts. Uh, while I'm talking here. Um, yeah, Jesus. The quality here in this podcast is unreal. I mean, you guys get to listen to me eat ice cream. Um, <laughs> which is ironic because, like, the thing that pisses me off, not pisses me off, but, like, kind of like uh, nails on a chalkboard for me when I'm listening to other actual like professional podcasts is when they take a drink like in between talking and uh you can hear them gulping because they're using head headphones um ooh, what's this guy got in the back is that an elk or deer that's an elk 
That's a little fucking elk. Uh, yeah, anyway, let's back get back to it. Let's get back to this quality. Man, these guys are fucking serious hunters. There's two rigs. Uh, pulling four-wheelers and four side-by-sides with coolers. and Jesus, they were... That's a serious camp, I bet. They had one rack. One small raghorn rack in there. Uh, sorry, fellas. If you're... I know you're not the ones listening to this. Uh, don't listen to me. Fuck, I can't kill a goddamn thing. Which... I'm still getting the uh, pity messages, which is fucking driving me nuts. And I, I don't know. I shouldn't allow it to drive me nuts because I, uh, I have caused it by talking about it so much. Um, so really, it's just, <laughs> it's just cause and effect. Me doing something causes something to piss me off to continue talking about it. It's like a fucking, it's like a circle. <laughs> Oh, God, what's wrong with me? Um, well, uh, what else did I want to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. Um, the other day I had a interesting, well, I've always wanted to do a podcast about, um, like numbers and fish stories and what Instagram has caused in this world. <laughs> I don't know why it bothers me so much when I when I hear somebody say an astronomical or something very stupid about that is a blatant lie about either the amount of animals or how uh, like for instance I had a guy uh, I was I got permission to hunt coyotes on a place the other day and the hired man comes, uh, he comes, he didn't know I was out there. The, the ranch owner didn't tell him that I was coming. And, uh, he tells me that he'd rather I didn't hunt coyotes because he's got a guy that traps them. And last year he, he caught on his place alone 175 coyotes. And, uh, 600 total. Which, I know this guy's a good trapper. I know the guy. And, uh, I've heard different numbers. The the numbers that I've heard have been more like 150 to like 300, which is still fucking stupid. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible. And where this guy's trapping, there is a lot of dogs. Um, but, even, even so... What's funny is I can't get a straight answer, um, and I believe nothing anybody says. Like I said, I'm not ha- bragging on this guy because I don't know as if you know he's you know he's not telling people 150 today and then 300 tomorrow. I don't I don't think you know. I mean, fuck, maybe he is. I've I've seen people do that shit on Instagram. It's fucking irritating. Um, and and if you inferred that I'm talking about you or you you if you think I'm talking about you don't get mad at me because I probably am talking about you and it's fucking true like don't don't message me uh I, I don't really give a fuck you know I mean do what you do whichever 
do whatever you want to do. I just, I never understood the whole, like, inflating things to, in this day and age, everybody takes a fucking picture of fucking everything. Uh, squirrels and shit they're shooting. You know, I do it. Like, I, I am one of these human beings. <laughs> but I've always done it. Don't fucking come at me like that. I've always done that. I've done it since uh, before Instagram, back when I had just photo albums, and I fucking put every squirrel, rabbit, fucking everything, fawns I was shooting, just whatever. Whatever I'd shoot, I went in that book, and I still have those books. So go fuck yourself, because I have done that for my entire life, as a hunter anyway. Um, well, I didn't in the beginning, early in my, uh, hunting career, back before it was considered a career, which I'm still, <laughs> why I'm calling it a career, I, I don't know, people always do that, but anyway, um, my first few animals I shot, the first deer I shot with a bow, I posted it before because it's, it's the worst one of the greatest moments of my entire life and uh, me and my brother I'll just tell the story maybe I've told this before but whatever I'm, my fucking blizzard's kind of melting I should probably just jump back on here but I'm god I just want to gotta, gotta keep, keep going I got the sugar hi sorry oh, man maybe I should have not got this blizzard uh So, I don't know, I skipped school or something, because my brother was in school, and uh, went out, sat in this tree stand, I'm going to just kind of fast forward to it, shot this doe, went into town, got my brother, we went back out, got the deer, it was awesome, awesome moment, at the time, I don't even know if I had a cell phone, but they didn't take pictures, whatever, didn't have a camera, didn't take any pictures, the only picture I have of that great day is um, <laughs> this doe hanging upside down, gutted, with the guts, with the with the open cavity facing the camera. I'm standing there in all my fucking skater glory, skater shoes, torn up jeans, uh, black and white, fucking some skater brand T-shirt, wearing a Carhartt coat <laughs> fuck um and some red skater hat with my my hair protruding I you know I used to have long ass hair now I have no hair uh just nasty blonde fucking dirty hair hanging out of my my cap like I look like a rapist trucker in that photo holding my little PSE bow um I mean, that's the only picture I have of that day and that moment. So, after a few years of figuring out that I, I wanted, you know, to capture shit um, and have it for later, I started taking more pictures, and then I started albums, and I kind of have them in chronological, chrono <laughs> chronological order, so I can go back and look through. So, I just started basically doing that on Instagram, and just documenting the same way I still do it in the, in the photo albums too but uh, anyway um, no clue where I was going with that 
God, where was I? Um, I, I think I, I think I am going to jump off here because I got to eat this. Um, but all you needs to know, um, is if you're out there telling lies about how many animals you shoot or, or a trap or like, don't inflate it because what it does is it makes people novice hunters such as myself, greenhorns like myself, uh, <laughs> worry about it. Um, I don't worry about it anymore. I don't give a shit. But it does still kind of bother me when I know the truth and I can pinpoint. You know what I mean? You can, you can, if you hunt enough, you know what's possible, what's not possible. Um, so it becomes like a, what the fuck? Why is nobody catching on to this? Um, and there's so many people doing it. It's fucking nuts. Uh, I guess it's kind of the same as people saying, you know, different scores of different animals that aren't even close. Everybody always wants to make themselves look better. Um, but obviously not me because uh, I keeps it real. <laughs> Oh, God. I got to get off here. Um, I'll jump back on later and hopefully have a, a story of a big buck or something to tell. So, uh, I'll catch you in a bit. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, why do you listen to this? You poor bastards. Uh, back on it. I listened to the beginning of this, and I'm sorry if you made it this far. I appreciate you. I should give you something. Uh, but I kind of gave up on giveaways because they're fucking stupid. Man, I had a good trip. This was fun. Uh, I did somewhat shut the rut down. And when I say shut the rut down, the reason that I hate the rut is because it's so unpredictable. Um... I get why we hunt it. Don't... I mean, I get it. That's when the big boys are, are moving around. That's when you can get an eye on them. Um, you got a good chance, especially if you're hunting a small piece of property or something like that. You got a good chance uh, of catching one cruising. It's basically a lucky thing. You know, I mean, uh, if I was a strict rifle hunter... Um, that would be it'd be a great time to hunt with a with a rifle because you see him cruising um, but anyway I'm not gonna go there yet don't worry I'm getting there um, but the the deer were kind of locked down on does uh, you know we were sitting stands and just not seeing much for movement but uh, there was a couple of bucks that we glassed up Brian glassed up some damn good bucks and man I've never really done the ground game thing with uh, whitetails but it is fun holy shit um, I decided to start this little trip with my recurve and I'm gonna the end of this podcast don't don't I'm gonna come back to that I'm gonna come back to bow selection and you morons out there that think one way or the highway don't don't worry stay tuned for that I'm gonna finish finish the story of the 
of the uh, of the hunt, but started out, I wanted to, you know, I had to get this stank off me with the recurve, you know, I've been hunting the last two months, had a couple of rough hunts where I didn't get to see an animal, draw my bow, so I really wanted to uh, hunt with my, my stick and, and kind of get that washed off. But in all honesty, I like hunting, I really do like hunting whitetails with a compound because um, it is, they're just so fast, they move so fast, and uh, like I said, I've always said, I'm just a hunter, not, I'm not a, well, I'll get there, I'll get there, but I just keep, uh, so, we're on the ground with these things. I, uh, so the first stock I made on day two, we didn't see much on day one. Day two, Brian found this big buck, probably, I, I, I don't know, I mean, probably low 160, high 150 buck, which is a giant in my opinion. Uh, everybody's got a different version of giant. I would say that's a big, big deer for me. So, um, He's in the tall grass, bedded up on a doe, and we snuck in, me and, he had uh, his little tiny cameraman, <laughs> Shane, following me, he was, he was great, Shane was awesome. He was in my hip pocket, and we crawled into like 18 yards of this thing, and we could just see his rack through the grass, it was pretty windy, so perfect stocking conditions perfect scenario other than when we got in on him he was facing us um not directly but kind of off to the side so we just nestled in the grass and uh told brian to let us know when it when it stood up and uh he did so we eased up and it was perfect like it was legitimately the most perfect situation because he, when he stood up, he actually turned to look away from us and was courting away looking down into the creek bed or whatever, the big open um, bottom that was below him. Uh, the grass was super tall, but I could see his body outline. I mean, I felt pretty confident I could squeeze it through there. And I, drew, I was drawing and actually... <laughs> Uh, and I'm 100% not blaming Shane, uh, but I've been told, you know, I'm not used to having a cameraman, but I've been told it's always the cameraman's fault, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, as I ohm, I got to like three-quarter draw, and I actually bumped his camera. He was right, right behind me, and I bumped his camera, and when I did, I don't think I made a noise, but it stopped me for a second, and I don't know if I like kind of tried to lean forward fast. And that buck snapped his head and looked at us. And then he didn't he didn't even look at us for a split second. He just looked and dove over the edge and was to a hundred, you know, he ran out there at about 150 yards and just looked back and that was all she wrote for that deal. Um, and I mean legitimately I needed like another two seconds at the I mean it if I hadn't bumped him, if I would have got him, not blaming Shane, it's not his fault. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he uh, he took off, and 
I'm a, you know, I'm used to it, so it was awesome. Biggest deer, I've never been that close, you know, stalking because I've never really done it. So anyway, that was the first opportunity that I stepped on my, my dick. Um, the next day, I hear I say I shut the rut down. I, I had a lot of opportunities. <laughs> But um, stand hunting was super slow. Even driving around, we weren't seeing much. That's why I say shut it down. Them, them bucks were, they had them does quartered off and they were, they were on them. They were hiding from other bucks. And just wasn't a lot of action. But we did find, so the next day, me and Shane were sitting in a, a tree and he looks out across the, uh, there's a bunch, it's like kind of like sandy hills with tall grass in them and these plum thickets and out in this one plum thicket is this giant eight point again i'm gonna say giant uh this deer was special um i don't know if they're gonna make a video out of this or not i, I have no idea but yeah this uh, we got the coolest footage of this deer big old eight point and i mean i i don't know i don't like to guess scores and those guys i mean shane thought it was you know like a somewhere in the 50s type eight point which is a crazy special deer heavy tall just gnarly big fat body just no anyway here i'll, I'll stop jerking off to this deal um so anyway we get out of stand make a play on them because he's got all these he's got a doe in this plum thicket and he's just running these tiny little bucks off it's just perfect situation we got over there winds kind of not quite as bad as it was the first day but it's still blowing pretty good and we get in front of this deer he comes out of the plum thicket and he's working our way his doe's working our way it's just money perfect money and they're out there about 50 yards he's just raking the shit out of this tree and she's working kind of angling to us i mean the things the the, the situation that just dreams are born of i'm serious this is amazing and uh she comes out and kind of works past us about 30 yards gets to the side of us and he's working the same you know right behind her and she gets to the right of us to another plum thicket and he's walking right i mean he's at 30 yards at the most and all he need he gets in this wide open kind of broadside i go to draw because I'll be honest with you, I don't really like shooting whitetails at, at, you know, beyond 20. Even with a compound, uh, I don't like shooting them much past 30 at least. They're just so fast and they react hard. So I, I, but this is too good to give. I mean, I feel confident. So I go to draw again, I get to like three quarter draw and that damn doe busts us. And she takes off running and this deer has no idea what happened but what he does is he turns his he does that whole shoulder like he turns towards us and like steps and just covers a lot of his vitals with his shoulder and he's just kind of twerked there looking at us and i rarely say i wish i had a compound and in the moment i didn't think anything of it didn't think about it when I went to leave Shane goes man I bet you wish you had a compound you could have just put it on the corner of his shoulder and just busted it through there and 
I was like, yeah, yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> I never crossed my mind, but um, I didn't want to take that shot, and I was kind of hoping he would do that whole deal where he would just kind of step forward for a split second and look at her. I was at half draw at this point, so all I needed, you know, I needed another two seconds. And instead of doing that, he just basically did a kind of a hop step and turned at the same time and just walked straight away from us took his dough and headed right out of our dreams and i think i was just killing shane because <laughs> you know he's a compound guy and that you know i i get it i get it um so two awesome on the ground situations got some beautiful footage of both deer I think um, I know that one you know this one was so cool he was it was a little bit cold he had like steam out coming out of his nose and there was like fog in the foreground or background whatever you want to call it and uh, um, god it was cool so two awesome experiences and then uh, <laughs> the next day I'm telling you guys this is this is why I, I'm not lying to anybody I, I'm keeping, as I said in the last podcast, very, very gaily, not last podcast, in this podcast, but earlier, uh, I keep it real. <laughs> That's what people that, that suck say. Uh, anyway, so the next day, uh, we were checking stands and, and doing, checking cards, whatever, and we drove up to this spot where there was this big shooting house where you, we weren't going to do anything with the shooting house. Um, these guys don't even use them. I don't think those were there for rifle hunters back before these guys got it. Pretty much bow hunting only there. We were crossing the fence, and it was really tall grass on the other side. And then it was just this long, um, like, food plot, and it's like noon. And Brian goes, "Is that a deer?" And he runs back to the truck, and me and Tim Burnett from Solo Hunter, yeah, name drop. <laughs> uh anyway he uh we were on the other side and brian hands us our binoculars and we look and this thing is a big deer and brian's standing up on the they had like one of those fence crossings that is like a metal deal so he was like standing above the grass he looks at the deer he goes oh shit that's a big deer so he runs down and he's like Get, oh, here here's your bow like he's all excited like you can shoot it like i grab my bow and and tim grabs his camera and he goes over tim's filming and brian starts grunting and uh snort wheezing at this buck and this buck just turns and comes straight towards us i'm standing in this tall grass it's over my head it's money like this is awesome this buck's coming straight to us and brian's standing back by the truck i mean truck's right there but it's covered by grass you know and uh <laughs> he can't see the deer and the deer's coming and when this deer shows up he's walking straight towards me and this deer is giant like to me i mean this is like a hundred i mean he's probably mid 160s deer and he's got points everywhere big frame heavy he's not a wide deer but just a oh god and i shit it boys i mean i shit the bed hard this buck comes he comes straight towards us. He's standing about, I don't know, somewhere between... He's hes not 10, but he's probably around 15 yards. That's my guess. Maybe a little closer. I don't know. 
Tim's guy filming, like he's standing up on the shooting house, just filming right over the grass. I don't know what I did. I don't know if my, I, the only thing I can think of, and I'm making excuses, is that my arrow had fallen off my rest, which it never does. I'm really good about holding it against, but I shot either that or I was just looking at this deer's rack. Thank God I didn't hit him in the face because I shot, he was facing to my left and I shot a foot left of him. Like it was bad. It was so bad that the only thing I thought of is that my, in my haste, my arrow fell next to my fishing line rest and was laying between, you know what I mean? And it just, but regardless, this deer didn't do anything. He ran out to like 25 yards, turned broadside, and he was kind of quartering to me. Um, but it pretty much broadside, just a beautiful shot. And this time I felt really good. And I shot, and I heard a, like a, and I, I mean, I thought I hammered him, right, you know, felt maybe low, but felt really good, you know, right in the pocket, uh, and I heard it hit something, and this deer runs out to about, I don't know, 35, and turns again, and just looking back, and I'm putting another arrow on, because if I got an arrow in him, I'm shooting. At this point, Brian's standing up on the on the little crossing thing, and he looks at the deer finally, and he goes, "No, no, 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 no! Don't shoot!" And the deer runs off into the <laughs> as I'm drawing. The deer runs off into the brush, and I look at Brian. I'm like, "I got an arrow in him," and he's like, "No!" <laughs> and uh, turns out this is their stud three-year-old deer. That one of the deer they did not want to kill he mistaken him as he looked at him quick he thought he was a, this big eight that was in there but I, I go I got an arrow in him and I think I saw Brian's soul come out of his body because now he what he's done is we got an arrow in him and he knows how the trad life is so you keep shooting until that thing's on the ground and now he's like oh my god now we've wounded this deer and I didn't let you now I've spooked him off I didn't let you shoot um, so we were all then the deer starts blowing and, and that is a pretty telltale sign that he's not mortally wounded so I have no idea how I did it but I shaved belly hair off this thing there wasn't a lick of blood on the arrow I think that arrow I mean I give Brian credit those broadheads are sharp there was a ton of I must have just shaved his whole belly off. Ton of hair, no blood. So, of course, Brian's giving me shit about missing. And I'm devastated. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I'm glad I didn't kill his, you know, his baby giant. Because, I mean, this thing had like 14 scorable points. I know it sounds bad. I, here's... <laughs> that's my new favorite thing. Here's the thing. Uh... You cannot get mad at yourself. You got to roll with the punches because it, it's going to work out when it's going to work out and you're going to fuck the, things up. I'm glad that I didn't wound that deer and we didn't find, you know, I mean, I'd rather miss a deer. It, it's hard to take, but you learn over time how to deal with it. It's just the way it is. Um, but so we checked that, we checked that spot. It was, it was one of those. I mean, there's tracks everywhere, and, and the card was getting hit. There was a big scrape, kind 
kind of where that deer had come out. So I really wanted to sit that stand. And I think the next night uh, I sat that stand and we had this big, well, it was the deer I ended up shooting. Uh, this big buck, he come out of the sand hills, came across and he hit the edge of that field and was just boogie and crossed and walked by it like 35 yards. And I'm not taking that shot. I mean, I can shoot decent at 35 yards, but on a whitetail, that's just too far for me. I don't, I mean, if you guys are out there and you shoot a deer that far, I don't care what you do. But for me, I like them close with either bow, stick bow, compound, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, so I didn't take that shot. He didn't work in any closer. And uh, nothing happened that night. Then yesterday morning was last day and I took the compound yesterday because I'm a bow hunter, don't give a shit. I know a lot of people say that and they think it's a cop out. I just getting sick of seeing deer walk by me at 40 yards and not shooting at them, which again, <laughs> I don't like doing that uh, with a deer, but whatever, I don't care. And I'm gonna talk about that here in a second, but me and Shane got in that stand next morning that deer did basically the exact same thing. He come out with a doe. She walked by at 25. He walked by what I thought was 35, but he was a little farther. He was almost to the edge of the field. He was more like 40. And I grunted at him, drew, and shot right under him. And actually nicked his leg. He had a, just a little tiniest little slit in him. And But he didn't know what was going on. And he just followed that doe. And she kind of circled and came back down the field's edge and came right back by us and this deer walks right by me at 12 yards and I just put it on he was kind of quarter and two and I put it right on the point of his shoulder and just drilled him he runs over stands there and just falls over just so awesome so freaking awesome and I had a couple buddies say, man, I wish you would have had your con or your recurve. And here's where I'm going to go into my goddamn rant. And I checked the comments and I know, I know <laughs> my buddy Dave, he's giving me, giving me shit about the training wheels. Um, and I know he, and he even messaged me. He's like, I'm just trying to break the internet. I, nice dear, you know, he's not. I think it's so fucking dumb when like Brian gave me shit but he hunts with a compound um, my buddy you know I can we can all joke between buddies and maybe that's what these internet morons think they're doing but it's different when you're in a hunting camp or you're an actual friend texting or you know what I mean like when you message that uh, what's with the what's with this compound? What's you know? And I had a lot of my trad buddies say, "Congrats, awesome deer." Never, never even mentioned anything about it. Um, so it's just that select few guys that just think that they're this hardcore trad guy, and they have to give they have to give the compound a hard time. I tell you right now. In every single time I see those comments, I want to 
just pick up a rifle for an entire fucking season and just shoot as many animals as I can and just wash this fucking trad label off my face. I fucking hate it. I do. I think it's so dumb. I am not... The reason I use a, a recurve is because it's fun. I The way I like to hunt is in close. And when I'm close, I actually prefer to have a recurve. I honestly thought that deer... When I went to draw on him at that close of a range, I thought he's going to peg me and he's going to bound out there. And, uh, at, you know, if he does, he you know, he might stop within range, but he might not. But I just like to hunt. I don't give a shit what I shoot it with. Um, do I find a little more satisfaction when I were, you know, make a shot with, with the recurve? At Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Because it is harder. I'm not saying it's not. Um, but each weapon comes with its own set of, you know... Uh, to me, if I shoot something at 12 yards with the compound, shoot something at 12, at 12 yards with the recurve, I have gotten within their range. I have done the hard part. The shooting is maybe a, obviously a little harder at 12 yards with the recurve because I shit the bed on that buck. Um, but I've seen guys miss with the compound, just lose their mind and shoot over it or put the wrong pin on it or you know, whatever. It, 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 they all have their own set of complications. Why do we have to fucking make it this big dick measuring contest? Like, just stop messaging me about it. Because I am 100%. I, I Right now, I had so much fun with that compound. I think I might go on a killing spree with it. <laughs> like, I still got... Uh, I'm gonna, Well, that was kind of a gay laugh, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna head to <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh, I'm a moron uh, but anyway I got uh, so South Dakota here in a week got a couple tags up there um, I think I, I had a fun I had fun with it so I might uh, might shoot some more stuff with the combat I've killed quite a few animals this year with the stick and I think I'm ready I think I've earned it to go shoot it with whatever the fuck I want so, I know guys are just, oh, I'm just getting you goat. I've just, I've just given you a hard time. And if you're a good friend of mine and we've sat in a pickup and bullshitted and made fun of each other, then you are not the guy I'm talking about. But if you're some douchebag running some stupid give a shit site or whatever, and I don't know you, uh, yeah, yeah, and I could take a joke. I'm, I, I get it, but just shut up, you know what I mean, just shut the fuck up, uh, I don't know, anyway, the other thing is, and I'm not bragging, maybe I am, but I've shot five animals this year with the stick bow, this fall, and I've had a horrible fucking year, so, if you're, if you're out in front of me a ways, yeah, whatever, you can talk shit about me, I guess, um, but if you're the guy that's killed two does and uh, you're making fun of me for picking up a compound, go fuck yourself. <laughs> or go get a compound and kill a few animals. It's fun. So anyway, that's I'm done ranting about it. Hunt with whatever you want. I think it's all awesome. I think it's all fun. 
and I had a blast in Oklahoma. Thank you, Brian. I know he doesn't listen to this podcast. Thank you, Shane, for filming. It was a blast. I hope the video... I, he put some... If you haven't watched, go to Day6 YouTube channel. They make some awesome videos. He will... There will be no excerpts of me talking because um, I am a potty mouth, as you all well know. But, uh, yeah, great, great time. Appreciate everything. And if you haven't used Day6 Arrows, it, yeah, I'm throwing out a little, little commercial for Brian, free ad. <laughs> uh, they're the best arrows and broadheads. I love them. So, all right. I will talk at you boys, you girls, you whoever's later.